Welcome everyone to another installment of the Evolution Exchange podcast. Today I'm joined by Jeanne Tran, Martin Milkfist and Linda Strasberg to discuss is the work from home revolution unstoppable? Hi everyone, this is Chris Bennett here, the Nordics Managing Director here at Evolution. We're committed to doing recruitment in a different way that adds value to both our clients and candidates by providing you with amazing speakers and leading edge discussions on what's going on in the tech scene at the moment. There are three reasons why you should contact me. If you would like to speak on a future podcast, if you are interested in hiring awesome tech data product or gaming freelancers for your business, or if you are looking for an exciting new organization to work with, please get in touch. Thank you so much for listening, and I really hope to hear from you soon. Please enjoy the rest of the podcast. Before we get into the topic in a bit more detail, we'll introduce ourselves. So, Jiang, do you want to kick us off? Yeah, sure, absolutely. Uh, so, my name is Yang Jun. Uh, I'm currently working as product owner at Ericsson. Uh, working in telecommunication world, uh, one of the things that I love most about my work is that uh, we are working on technologies and solutions to provide mobile connectivity to people, and that also like provide lots of other opportunities, better education for being close to your loved ones when you are away, or for working from home, which is the topic that we're discussing today. Uh, outside of work, um, I enjoy a lot uh, doing outdoor activities. During winter, I love skiing. Uh, I just got back from skiing trip uh, last weekend. Uh, and like during summer, then I also doing a lot of hiking, camping, biking, swimming outdoor. So yeah, pretty much about like spending time in the nature. And yeah, Sweden just seemed to be the perfect place for it. Yeah, absolutely. You've chosen a good place to go and do all that stuff. <laughs> absolutely. Um, Martin, do you want to introduce Seth next? Yes, thank you, Abby. Absolutely. So my name is Martin. I am the founder of a company called Epic Seed, which I uh, have on my own. And uh, I focus on leadership, uh, empowering people, uh, and also interview management, coaching, mentoring, um, everything around that on leadership basically. I have a background of being a manager leader for the past 20 years, being in the active business for more than 30 years, so quite long, um, and a broad range of experience in within technologies. Um, and I'm here to discuss this topic because I think this is definitely the future. My interest is like you, Johnny. I love skiing. That's, I try to ski as much as I can during the winter time as we Yep, so do I. <laughs> Perfect. So, last but not least, Linda. Yes, thank you. Yes, uh, I'm Linda, and uh, I currently work as an engineering manager at Snow Software. And my background has been within communication, e-commerce, then in the capacity as a uh, manager. I also worked as a spell master, team manager, coach, and I want to try out how it to be a people manager. And so. Currently living north of Stockholm in a house um, built in about 100 years ago. So it's a lot of things new there for me and my husband to learn about when it comes to taking care of old houses. Uh, to get uh, and during our free time, we like to be also outdoor. Uh, 
we also like to be outdoorsy and um, we have lots of na- wonderful nature resources. So we try to be there and also spend, of course, time with friends and family. Actually, when we're talking about skiing, well, I went to actually skiing uh, on the, the winter vacation here in Sweden. Uh, first time for eight since 18 years. And I must say, well, it's okay, but maybe I'm the odd here. It's not really my top game currently, but, but uh, it's, I don't dislike it anyway. So. You're not the only one, Linda. I've never been skiing before either. So, <laughs> but yes. Nice. Well, now that we all know you a bit better, we'll get stuck into the questions. So you've prepared each question to do with is the work from home revolution unstoppable? So we'll make our way around the room. You can ask your questions and give your thoughts. And of course, if the listeners have any thoughts or opinions or questions, you can put them in the chat. So um, up first is you, Yang, and you asked, what do you think the impacts of working from home has on productivity and innovation? So tell us more about your question and your thoughts and opinions. Yeah, sure. Yeah, uh, the background of my question is that um, I have been working uh, with different products in different phases, like from early phase to digital development and maintenance, and then like handing over or like end of life of that product. Uh, and then I, what I observe so far is that uh, when talking about productivity, is depends. One of the factor is like where the product is in the, the like different phases. What I notice is that when the product is already like have a very good foundation, is in active development, then uh, the uh, I saw an increase in productivity. However, when we start to do something new, like build something from scratch, build a product, forming a new team, then it's actually the other way around that I see like it's much harder to both the productivity and the pace of delivery will be uh, and decrease uh, compared to if I would have a team that is on site. And uh, then like when it's come to innovation, it's also the same thing, like there are different varieties, but it's in different flavor, I would say, like I noticed that it depends on personality. Like for people like me, for example, we I'm working best when I'm working with people. So what usually happen is that like, I would like share a half-made idea. And then my colleagues, my team in the room would like uh, put it back like with like they build another idea on top of my idea or redirected into a different direction. And then different like through multiple looks like that, we have a good idea and good execution plan for the idea. And that's the where innovation came from. And then like uh, so like from my experience, I noticed that there are no single equation of like productivity, innovation, how it's related to working from home. And I am very curious to hear from you, like what is your view on the topic and like what's your take on that and what are your tips also like how to make the best out of the like working from home when it's come to productivity and innovation. Good. Dawn Martin, do you want to kick us off? Sorry, what's again? Do you want to kick us off? Tell us a bit more about what you think the impact from working from home has on productivity and innovation yeah i think uh it's it's twofold um i think especially the impact on innovation because innovation is something i mean you want to work together and and really brainstorm around the vision you have 
and what kind of products that can drive you towards the ambition. And brainstorm usually around the whiteboard uh, or physically sit in the same room and have those discussions, which is going to be quite hard, of course, when you're in a hybrid remote workplace. So I think uh, trying to find good tools that can help you on that is a good thing. Um, and and really have everybody included into those discussions. Uh, so I think that's that's one thing of doing it. I think productivity, I, I could see it at the company that I was before, the productivity actually increased during working from home. Mainly because it was more focused and you were not distracted that much uh, of people coming around at the desk. Uh, those could be the things. And so I think... Um, it's, it's kind of two faults. It's both, uh, you're missing out on those sudden brainstorm activities in the corridor, maybe on, on a specific topic that could boost innovation. Uh, but at the same time, working from home, you're not distracted that much and can focus a little bit more, which increases productivity in itself. It's one way of picking with. Yeah. Adding on top of what you just said, I also like my theory is that when people are having the flexibility of choosing when they're working, then usually when they decide, when they chose to actually doing that task, do that implementation, that is when they have, they're at their best for working. They have like the energy, the focus, the motivation, and that's result in higher productivity. But how do you see at Ericsson, for instance, in, in, you know, you guys working in hybrid mode, I guess, and, uh, and how do you how do you see that impacting innovation on your set? Uh, like from the productivity point of view in general, uh, I see that an, an increase in productivity when we started to work remotely or like to have to have hybrid working uh, mode. Uh, but as I said, like it's also like when it's come to for example, right now I'm started to like working on a new product and forming a new team, and then when everyone, including me as per owner, we don't have a clear roadmap or what is like clear vision of what we are working next. That is, I, I found it harder to have a remote team than like, uh, in, in that specific situation, I think it would be like in higher productivity, it would, would be on site and then like brainstorm and like, uh, to, to have more face to face discussion and that would be like, uh, it's make it easier. And also I think also productivity also higher. Uh, when we are on site in, in that specific case. But in most cases, I would say it would be like higher productivity when people are having the flexible working situation. Great. And what kind of actions have you guys taken to, uh, to uh, try to address this in a good way? Uh, we are trying. Uh, so, I mean, like we are working hybrid. So also like that means like some days uh, a week we would go to the office and that is the time that we prioritize like a face-to-face -face discussion mm -hmm. and uh, things that we thought is harder when everyone working remotely. So we prioritize local activities on the days that we meet on, in the office and on the days that we are working uh, remotely, then everyone will most likely have their defined task already and they, they, they work on their own mostly and then sometimes like discuss with their colleagues but in on specific topics so it got like making like try to make the most out of like the combination that we have like both like at office some days mostly uh working from home the rest of the week mm -hmm. okay and everybody feels comfortable with that or yeah i would say so what's the general opinion 
Yeah, but also like in the other hand, like Ocean is a um, like global company, and I guess also the same for many other companies. We have like people from different countries, yeah. so it could be very common that within the same team we have people from different countries. So we have like within the same team we have people in Hungary, in Denmark, in Sweden. So that's also maybe like uh, being like meeting at the office doesn't mean that we meet everyone else in the team. And the same with like, for example, like the, the meeting that I had this morning uh, on issues on one of products that I'm working with, we have people from like Germany, from China, from uh, Sweden, from uh, Denmark. So lots of different countries. So it's like, it has been even like before the pandemic we had a set up. Yeah. So it's not like a mix uh, of like, yeah, we have, we have opportunity to meet people, but only like smaller group of people that we actually working with in a daily basis. And the rest, we still try to find a way to make it work uh, when we work remotely. True. And is I would say it's not an easy thing, not always, like there are challenges. Definitely. I totally agree. I think that, I mean, especially there's a lot of challenges with people being in, in the office, maybe at some day, and maybe some of them are remotely and then try to get those meetings together and have that, uh, working in, in an efficient way. And especially have those people sitting remotely and having them being involved and in, included in the meeting, uh, with, you know, everybody else sitting around the table, that's definitely a challenge. It's usually it's hard for those people being remotely to come into the discussion. Yeah. And I guess that's something you guys experience as well. Yes, absolutely. And then like connect to also, for example, innovation. When I share that there are different types of people and different preferred way of working. There are people that like me, like, like to discuss ideas on the spot, uh, even though like we have habit idea, but that is when like is like to, to me, that is the best setup for me when I could be able to share ideas with my colleagues and then people build up and then eventually jointly, uh, collectively, we like creating the, uh, the ideas and how to implement that. And, but then also there are also people that, uh, prefer to work on their own. So whenever they have an idea, they would prefer to think through, uh, on the ideas and like think about different aspects of the ideas before sharing to anyone. And for those, I think like, uh, that would fit them better, like the working remote setup in a way that they have their own pace, they have their own time and space to think about their ideas and different aspects of their ideas. And then like, once they are ready, they present to the team. And that also like, uh, I think like we need to facilitate for those kind of, uh, personality types of like preferred way of working for some people as well, like to accommodate for everyone, not everyone are the same. Or, and uh, and also about tools and tech tools in in the remote workspace. How how do you work with that? What kind of tools do you guys use? So, uh, yeah, I mean, like tools. We have tools for meetings, like to facilitate meetings to make it as easy as possible, and also tools for like organizing like task roadmap. So I mean, like Jira is one of the the tool that we we use for organizing our work. And then for meetings, then, I mean, like we try different tools. Currently we use Teams, for example. So, I mean, like different companies, I think like it's quite like, I think tool is just a enablers and different companies, they could use different tools, but I, I see the commons 
it is like about like how it's helped to organize work, it's helped with discussion, it's helped with brainstorming and to enable us to like to be able to meet like yeah i want to talk with uh martin how do i reach out to martin easiest and then yeah. like i think all company have the, the tool for that like how to connect to martin the, the fastest way mm. linda i know you've been having some connectivity issues but can you see and hear us i can see and hear you but can you hear me we can indeed and <laughs> thank you I will not tempt fate by putting on my camera. I'm really sorry, but I think that my voice and ears are the most important. <laughs> then, then for you to see me, so sorry about that. Um, so I kind of missed the start, but I heard what the discussion really interesting between uh, Jiang and, and Martin. Um, so I would, I just feel that I will jump right in, and then if I'm like venturing into what you already talked about just please let me know and i'll just jump on to whatever next i i, I feel like saying um i suppose okay um, all right <laughs> yeah so uh but i was gonna say before jiang when you were talking about the setup um that i i agree uh and uh to 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 completely agree and my experience around that because at the time when we were hit by the COVID pandemic, I was working in a development team, engineering team, and I was then working as an agile team coach. So I completely had to rethink how to do our joint sessions, right? Given any, like daily is one thing, but around the productivity and innovation, innovation was one of the things. So I've learned that mostly what maybe it's a canon it goes out the door when you're with some on-piste and to make spontaneous interactions community team members or whoever, right? As you said, you see someone and then you're thinking of something and that magic happens. It's like, oh, wait a second, you, whoever. Uh, and that's immediate interaction with something you lose out and you work with control. And that's kind of inevitable, uh, I would say. Um, but when it comes to facilitating innovation, I've also realized before pandemic, I was like completely like this, that can't be done from working from home, like even just lose out on all of the magic that happens when people meet. But I had to revisit that uh, that assumption uh, in that if you, do a lot, if you do a lot of preparation, you need to probably sit down with all the different types of people, how they might to uh, contribute and how they might to work and and, and uh, approach a problem, then a lot of seats can be at and they can still, it would still be achieving very uh, high level iteration. Uh, and actually, I had done some workshopping, not me facilitating, but I think participating in the innovation at a workplace is actually a governmental institution. So we didn't even have use of Myra because it was like, no, we can use any cloud-based products. We only had to use on-prem. And it was like Skype. You think like 2010 version of Skype. That is what we had as a conferencing tool. And we had some people all over the country in Sweden, though, so we at least we didn't have to to work with the work um, like time cells were basically located to Sweden side. So that was at least a good good aspect. Um, but then we would have to be created. How do we make sure that those sitting on Skype and those of us sitting in the same conference and still participate in say and uh, um, same capacity? And I must say that the facilitated a bit of a job. So they would just have to be like it, we do, we can, like right before Miro and all of the online tools, you had a pen and paper, so all use that as a tool. 
care for them for sure. They just sent us at the phone and they would send us pictures we did that and on the these author only um, on the screen together everyone's so um that was really cool to see that we can do it. It just takes it with more preparation and asking questions you maybe know and they don't ask yourself as a facilitator and so um yep. Well um, that's my two cents. Perfect. And um, well, we do have a question that's come in through the comments and um, Surab has asked, you stated that individual productivity usually increased when working from home, but do you think working from home has an impact on collaborations within the organization, even with a lot of collaboration platforms such as Teams? So how do you think that productivity is impacted when working as a group or collaborating with other teams in the organization? Anyone? <laughs> I can share my thought on this one. Go on. Uh, yes, I mean, like, I think working from home has impact on collaboration within organization. Like, uh, I mean, like, I don't know, it's just like, I mean, like, within the same team or between different teams. But yeah, I mean, like, I see the impact on both cases, like with people that located in the same team or within the, like, in cross-team collaboration, I see the impact uh, is, um, I would say, like, in general, um, it's easier when people are in the same location, but uh, there are other ways to make it easier when the people are distributed. So, for example, like, try to, um, as I said, like, uh, not everyone think the same way, so try to give space and then try to organize some kind of like common space so that people could share their ideas and like to speak up and would uh, yeah try to to find um, like basically the, the common space so that people could still like have the, the the sense of like working together with other team members or with other teams and. Uh, a lot of them, like there are also, uh, it's easier one, in my view, it's easier to collaborate with other when you know about the other person, when you don't know the other person, it's hard to collaborate with them. So another uh, way, would, another tip would be like to like create another, like not focus only on work, but create space that people could share, could get to know each other like some games, online games, some like gathering, online gathering event that so that people get the chance to know other people that they working with and then it would be easier. So, I mean, like there are challenges, but also there are, uh, we have been trying different ways and I know that like from other companies, they're also having other ways to make it work effectively. I don't know, Martin, if you have any insights on this one. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally agree. I think it's, uh, you need to create space. You need to understand everybody who's working in the company, not only the team that you're in, but I think it's also important to reach out and be open to be reached out in, in other departments, for instance. I mean, if you're in the physical place in the physical office, it's quite easy to maybe just walk over to the next dot, you know, next door to the finance department or sales department or whatever it is, uh, or working from home, it's going to be a lot harder. So I think you have a good point there. You need to understand the people working in the company and to be able to understand that you can reach out in different situations, but also share ideas, uh, and, and don't be afraid to do it. And I think that's part of the culture part that you need to be open and uh, available for, for people to reach out to you as well. 
especially when it comes to leaders in, in the different parts of the company. And so I think, yeah, that that's one way of doing it. And it does have an impact. It's very hard. It's hard to do these things. It's a lot easier to just walk over when you're in the office. Uh, and it, 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 you know, it's, it's a little bit higher, higher threshold to really, you know, poke that person suddenly in the morning, maybe, and, and don't even know if they're going to answer or not. Maybe, maybe they're not even there. So it, it, it is a challenge for sure. Well, I must say, Martin, I actually don't completely agree with you with what you said. I'm just going for myself. Um, I'm not the typical extrovert person myself, actually. I I'm depending on the context, but my normal standards is actually quite introvert. So I don't agree with the part of, and like when I worked in the big, I would say it depends on, for me, it depends on the size of the group. It depends on the size of the organization. I am, I'm less inclined to be the one that venturing into a department where I don't belong to try and have a question asked. I much rather just look on teams or whatever collaboration tool you have or whatever type of tool you have to be able to find a person or particularly a smaller group and post the question. Uh, if I need to venture into a big room, I tend to avoid it. <laughs> that's, but that's my growth potential. Right. So I kind of like, so that's back to definitely culture is a super important aspect of this. But for me, I must say collaboration, um, on the team, it's very down to, you know, culture and also what tooling you have when we're chasing processes, where to find questions, like where to find your information, where you move, when you need it. And also not only just to create that space to, to like, see, yes, like to get to know, but that of course is important, but just if I get, if I'm, if I get a topic that is usually not someone, something that I am and encounter and I need to go and fetch information from someone, I prefer to be only like just through a chat or through an email, one-to-one -one person, or actually one to maybe four or five, but that's about my limit. And then I tend to like find another way to, yeah. <laughs> to get my answer asked. That's me. So, so yeah. well, we've touched a little bit on it there. So Martin, we'll come to your question next. And you asked what challenges can there be for company culture with a high role working so tell us a bit more about your question yeah i mean uh cult culture is close to my heart that's been i've been uh, working with culture in companies for the past 10 years and i think yeah culture is something that really creates uh, the feel of belonging uh being part of a team and understanding the vision with play to reach so i think culture needs to be there and it's very very important um the difference though being in a physical place it's quite easy to come into an office and and feel the vibe and people walking around, the way they behave, the attitudes, and, and the, the sense you get when you get into the office. Especially if it's a strong culture, you can feel this in whatever office you get, you, you, you know, you walk into in hidden applications for that company. But uh, now being in remote hybrid, that's a, that's a huge challenge. You can't really walk into the office anymore. Uh, you can't see the people behaving or how their attitudes are around the coffee machine and so on. So I think that's that's a huge challenge. And um, and how do we deal with that being in remote and hybrid workplace? Uh, I don't think we can practice the old way sort of uh, of doing this in in remote workplace. Uh, just try to translate that in into new ways of working, uh, but taking the old habits sort of 
we need to think of new things in doing this, and we need to be a little bit innovative and and uh, be creative. And uh, I think that's a that's a big challenge. Um, so basically, I would like to hear you guys talk a little bit about how you work with culture in your companies and what you feel is the challenge. Uh, and I have some ideas, of course, how to work with it in a new way, uh, since we can't really see each other every day around the coffee machine or in the corridor. And uh, especially we can't see the decor in the office, maybe, which is part of the culture. Uh, and we can't see the values defined, maybe, also, because they usually put them on the walls. Uh, so how do we, how do we uh, practice those in, in a remote hybrid place to, to build that strong culture and, and still have the feel of belonging and uh, part of a team and part of something, you know, something bigger and the vision we're trying to reach. And so, so that's pretty much the complex that I, that I put on this question. I can dig a lot deeper into it, but I don't think you have time for that. So let's, uh, let's discuss it instead. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I can just go from my context and a token I work for currently. Um, I was like, I would say that snow is doing a really great job. They would put really a lot of work into like our values what we see in Geneva employee, what we are striving for. And as a people manager, uh, I must say that there is extensive work in talking about this from a leader perspective, as we need to be planners or to be leader, you know, um, role models in this. Uh, it is a mindset also, right? So if you don't have the mindset, it will be probably harder for you as a people leader to be that role model. So it all starts with oneself. Um, but we have training, so we talk about it extensively in environment, uh, but also for each manager to talk about it within their team. Um, and then it's, I, as a manager, I have really three, like my, not to be, it's guys and limit, I would say more or less. It's like, it's up for me to look at my team, assess how it's like the culture, assess how individually, uh, everyone is comfortable around. Uh, our our values or core values, how familiar they are with them, how they how they are, are expressed in our daily interactions and in our work, and then look at it also as from a team that because it's different complexities as we look for individual if you look to it logically, and then it's for me to put through put together the activities or whatever I feel it's necessary to build and improve and. And, and and have those discussions with individuals as well as teachers like what they are giving context, giving situations, being very empathetic in that we are people, like we are not, we are more than just being here in the office for seven, eight hours that you are saying, we all have families, we all have things, other things then, and, and we are one person coming to the office. So, so I must say that in the, in the, Current setting on man that we do talk about this a lot, and I think as everything else, if you want something done, you need to talk about it, you need to apply, you need to add time, and 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 also reflect. And I say I would say that we do a big job about that. Where I am. Thank you, Nina. I think that sounds really good, and I think it's super important for everybody to really spend the time on it because it takes time and it takes it takes a lot of effort to. Especially in both this and, and uh, enable the the people to be uh, you know practicing the values to define. Uh, but how would you say you work differently 
on these things compared to when you were working in the office all the time? Or maybe you haven't worked in the office all the time. I'm not sure. <laughs> Good question. Um, well, so for so uh, at my current company, um, I just started around seven months ago. So I the current setup is I'm going through yes, it's a big right? Everyone is team based, so it's for me as the manager to to have a discussion with the team. When does it suit everyone, and then we commit to come in uh, on those days. Uh, of course, things happen, but it's like come in and usually happens. You tell us or whatever. Yeah, Um. So, so during those days, uh, uh, those are moments my favorite days in the, in the day. It's like we do everything together. We try to plan so that all of the team meetings happen those days. I also have actively planned Fika time. So all the cookie time. So, uh, and, and one of us would bring Fika and we will play games. That's what we got. We played a lot of games. Uh, it's up for everyone to, to come with suggestions. Like just bring the game and we will play it. And we have an hour, uh, two of them weeks, or after the weeks of space. So two of the three weeks, uh, two of the days after three weeks, we have one hour where we just do weeks. And, uh, and the team has been really well engaged. They're really positive, looking forward to them. Like it's a nice break from all of the other discussions about work and COVID or what have you. But it's more like, uh, one of my, my employees said, I have such a good way to just uh, reset the whole conversation because they were so deep into something like down the rabbit hole and maybe couldn't find their way ahead and then just took a break and they can look at it again a fresh fresh advice so so um for uh, that is how how how, how we uh, i've been with you and and i think also one of the biggest biggest challenges i think is transparency transparency is also a big challenge when you work in the physical space uh, but even more working remotely and hybrid. So how, how do you guys, uh, how, how do you guys work with that or address that in a way in, in remote, uh, in your remote workplace? And maybe Jamie, you have some comments there as well for your company. Because transparency is key for everybody to be self-driven and take their own decisions and drive forward, right? So, and that's part of the culture and, and having this transparency, not being in the office every day but still need a high level of transparency. I think that's a challenge. Yeah, I think it's a challenge for working remotely. And I mean, like, even like, I mean, from my experience, I mean, even before the pandemic, I have been working with distributed teams. And that's the setup that I, I would say quite similar with hybrid because you've never been able to fully meet everyone on the same spot with yeah. distributed team. So pretty much the same. And then like when it's come to transparency, uh, we need to uh, do a different way compared to teams that are like in the same office. For example, we need to uh, be aware that there are people that are not available at the same time with us. And then the, the sharing system needs to be able to like the, the same information, for example, the dashboard will be able to share to everyone and everyone like at different time, they look at the the dashboard, they know where the order parts are at, and they can just pick up from from where we left. For example, like if we work in different time zone, even or like uh, I found it super important when it's come to communication of uh, the goals, uh, the purpose, where we're heading to as a company, uh, and then in the smaller scale, like as a team, as a products, where we're heading to. That also need to be like super duper clear when we're working 
distributedly or working remotely because we cannot assume that everyone will give information because we can easily do that where everyone is in office like hey guys i have information to share but it's not the same when we working remotely and then we need to make sure that yeah the information need to like we need to emphasize even more when we work remotely like do it like if you do it once when we working uh, like on site you need to do it like double or triple the amount of like emphasize needed for the the hybrid setup or the remote setup totally agree uh do you have any input on that um uh no i don't think so i can't agree so no 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 yeah i'm your thoughts on that no we're currently nice um, Ross, are you happy there? Have you got any further questions for everyone? Uh, no, I'm pretty good. Yeah, we can probably dig into this uh, for an hour, but what? <laughs> <laughs> maybe on the next one. Maybe on the next one, yes. Well, nice. We'll move on to your question next, then, Linda. And you asked, will the new flexible work from home revolution have a positive or negative impact on gender equality? So tell us a bit more about your question. Yeah, this is uh, kind of a complex because there's so many layers to this, uh, at least from my perspective. So I'm just going to give you a bit of background why I even thought of this question. Um, so when the pandemic hit and we were just what, like ordered home from one day to another, it was like no transition time. Now, Monday we were at work, Tuesday, no, you're not coming to office, you need to stay at home. For me, being how I, how I am, I'm like, well, oh, kind of nice because, like, that's, like being between meetings, I can do and go and do my chores, like you know, and, and, and I could actually even have a meeting, you know, if I don't have to be a, a, a super active participant if you start cooking. I think it's like four thirty in the afternoon you have to start cooking. And the funny thing is that I didn't even think that this was just me until I saw some reports from the unions in Sweden, both from the employee side but also from the employer side, like they did. They were quite quick on this topic, and they did some service uh, 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 sent out to, to their members, like and just like how the from this perspective, like uh, how do from the pandemic and work from home perspective, how has this affected you in what way? And it was the trend was kind of like wow, okay, so mostly women were feeling that okay, this was really good. I have lots of time to do all the chores, pick up kids, grocery shopping cooking, what have you. Well, and they were feeling better. They were having a very mentally state because the stress was relieved. Men, on the other hand, opposite direction. They were feeling more st stressed and depressed for not being able to go to work and interact with their colleagues. Uh, so that was just like very interesting, that perspective, how that happened. And then the equality, I mean, Equality between genders is one of the UN 17 development goals, right? So it's it's something that's been talked about. And also looking from the perspective of the like um, uh, the out more, I would say the 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 pressure on companies to take more of a social responsibility is just growing. Just look at what the coming generation of workforce is asking for. It's like if you don't have a good CSR, if you not have thought about the values around how your company impacts the globe, the planet and everything else, you tend to be not chosen as the top top uh, companies to be working at. So this is kind of a, a coming or if it already is a, 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 an up and coming um, topic. So my question is that uh, 
this is different. This is multi-layered. So you can pick any layer you want, but I'm just going to give my very big question. It's like, if you feel that the company has an, an, a responsibility to look at the gender, not just from the worker perspective, like we want to champion women, we want to empower women, we need to look at our organization structure and our career pathing to support women, especially in the tech business. That is the one question. Like, do you even feel that the company should even venture into the private space as it is, is maybe, you know, in people's homes? Yes or no? I'm reasoning around it. And uh, uh, if so, what kind of responsibilities do you see, like driving those questions down from your, from this perspective? Those are the two layers of this kind of complex question. Very interesting question. And when I think about your question, actually, um, yeah, in my view, uh, it could be like working from home or flexible working could be either a bless or a curse on gender equality. And that's where I, I believe that company has a role to do here. I'll explain my, my view on this one. So, I mean, like I, I see both ways, actually, uh, how working from home could have positive impact on gender equality and how it could have negative impact. Like on the on the good case, like on one hand, the, the, the thing that I noticed is that work, flexible working allows um, men to be like more involved into upbringing of children, like to share the, uh, the, res the family responsibility. And then I still see that happen a lot among my friends, my colleagues. And then that's the, the good side. Like that also, also enable uh, the woman to be able to um, like do more training, to be more engaged at work and progress better in their career. And that's the, the positive side. The negative side of it um, is that like uh, when, like I mean, I'm looking at statistics and then still see that like, both men and women enjoy working from home and statistically say that uh, people spend more time, like they save time from commuting and they spend that amount of time to work. Uh, and then like uh, what happened is that like when they compare the data between men and women, what happened is that like women tend to use that save time to caregiving, uh, like for example, like taking care of the house, taking care of children, why men focus more, they're like using that time more like in their paid work. And that is like, in my view, it could be like a, a trap. It could set women back in the way like, because I, I believe that the more time you spend on something, the better you become at that specific task and the more noticeable you get. And then like when you get more noticed, when you get better at something, you're also more likely to get more opportunities to like more training, more like promotion, and then eventually uh, salary increase. So that's a like one of the uh, the scenario that I, I see is also happening. And then another scenario is that like many companies adopted flexible working. Uh, that means like people have free choice between like going to the office or working somewhere else. And what I noticed is also like uh, women have higher tendency to be more at home because they're just more comfortable and maybe they just want to be closer to their kids and and men on the other hand they have more tendency to be at the office and then like this is where i think the policy of company would be very important i don't see that happening in sweden uh, to be honest but in some culture i see that is very important of like how visible you are at the workplace and how 
much of the social time that you spend with your bosses and you get more noticeable by 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 doing so and then for those who be in office they will have more opportunity to to be visible to be in different discussion that is not in online meetings it's maybe just in the office but it's get them more noticeable and eventually like better career progression because of that and then uh, that comes to my view on like company policy we need to be careful here like if companies values the presentation of a person at the office uh over like their result and values for example like um how social interaction of one person with their bosses then that can be a very dangerous thing that can have negative impact on equality yeah really good input Jürgen, and i very much agree um what you said around the company policy that again we're back to culture a little bit right the policy will drive culture and culture and drive uh, behaviors and so uh, really it's quite on there so what are your takes then no i think uh, i i totally agree i think it has an impact on equality and uh, i think you're right there it's it's so easy to fall back in the old uh, sort of habits and uh and uh, I think that something we need to try to avoid in general, of course, but also in, in the, in the remote hybrid workplace. And, uh, it's like to say, it comes back to the culture of the company, uh, what kind of behaviors, attitudes do you want to practice at that company and what is important, what adds to the values we create and what adds to the vision we're trying to reach. Uh, so I think it's, it's a very complex question. Uh, I haven't digged down into the statistics on this, so I can't really comment on that. Uh, but I think uh, it, it definitely shows the challenge, uh, what you're saying. Yeah. And then I'd like to also add, and like in the topic of, uh, I mean, this question, I also see the order with like gender equality also about men as well, like to have more opportunities to like spend more time with the family, to also like to be able to share and enjoy the. The, the peaceful time that they have a family with like taking care of different things in the house and that's also like working from home is greater flexibility it allows us to do so like for for, for both genders we have the the flexibility and that's it in enablers and how to use that is like yeah it's up to us and the mindset behind that and if we like conscious about um like it's how it could go both way then it's can like, like just be more conscious and maybe to focus more like how to navigate that into more positive side instead of like letting it go to more negative uh, direction. Yeah, very good question. Cause I was kind of wanted to poke a bit more into that. Like what do like, do you feel then uh, if I'm going to force you to say yes or no, <laughs> no gray areas yeah. <laughs> uh, should companies then have a responsibility uh, and the responsibility that there be like gradients partial responsibility to them try to change with their may mean that the the fact that it's mostly I'm gonna generalize here but think like they what to do it. Uh it's mostly women that taking care of the household today. So even though we are progressing in the right direction, but still mainly uh, um it's the women that do the most of the Staying at home, like where is the company's responsibility? Why and remedy that? 
try and push for a positive direction in that area, which is not naturally considered Right. No, I think uh, again, I, uh, the, the the company culture and and uh, the company should always strive for equality, right? And uh, and how to get that into the policies and the values that you create and how you want that to be practiced. I think that's uh, definitely responsible. But then, how to sort of uh, dig into the, to the private sector of a couple and how and how they should behave. Um, that's that's a complex question, I think. Yeah, but I definitely think the expectations come from the values and the culture. I fully agree with Martin. For example, if a company or like with colleagues uh, acting positively with like uh, a person working remotely and helping their kid disturbing them during the meeting, like their reaction also like create a lot of. Like, I mean, like it could be helpful or it could be not helpful. I mean, like if the company embrace that. Like there's sometimes a destruction during working hour, and that's it. Okay, then um, both gender will be more comfortable, like to embrace also like because the fact is we have both we have social life and we have our professional life, and most often they are together. Especially when we're working from home, it's become even more obvious that it's happening at the same time. I cannot disconnect from my personal life when I'm at work, at in my apartment. So like how the company, how colleagues embrace that and accept that and make it easier for 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 your team, for your colleagues, then that's also like uh, create a lot of uh, impact on the, uh, like how we progress with gender equality. Yeah, thank you. Perfect. Well, I think we'll leave it there. This has been another Evolution Exchange podcast. I just want to Martin, Jianya, and Linda for joining us. Um, I thank you to the viewers and listeners as well. Um, if you would like to get involved in one of our upcoming podcasts, you can reach out to me directly on LinkedIn or by email at abby.stokes at evolution-nordics.com. Um, but thank you all for joining us on the podcast and um, we shall see you next time.